You're listening to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified tantric and Taoist sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and tantric practices to help you reclaim your pleasure, heal your relationship to your sensuality, tap into the life force power of your sexual energy so that you can embody the goddess you were born to be. Are you tired of feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, from the Taoist perspective, midlife and menopause for women is called second spring. It's meant to be a rebirth, a sexual and spiritual rebirth, an initiation into the richest, most creative and sexiest chapter of a woman's life, if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, our sexual energy is not just about sex. It's the foundation of everything. Our mental and physical health, our creativity, our joy, our overall zest for life, passion, and vitality. I am so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hey there, gorgeous. Welcome back to the show. If you've been here before and you're back again, I am so thrilled to have you for another ride on the Vital Goddess podcast. So happy to have you riding shotgun with me once again. And if you are brand new to this journey or brand new to my work, this world of mine, my little corner of the internet, welcome, welcome. I'm thrilled that you're here and I hope you find something here that's supportive, useful, maybe entertaining, inspiring, who knows. But you never know until you try and I'm just so honored that you're here giving it a try. And I really, really appreciate you, whether you've been here before or if you're a very first timer um, listening to my podcast. So in this episode, I want to dive into how your pleasure, and I want to underscore your pleasure, yes, your pleasure serves the world. And I want to dive into this because so many women I know are just really heart-centered, super talented, want to just do good in the world. They want to give their gifts. They want to use their talents to create um, a better place on this planet, to create a a world that we all want to live in, right? And um, when we're cut off from our, our sacred feminine energy, we are really operating at a deficit. And the major way to start to begin to really connect with your sacred feminine energy, this beautiful life force energy that is by design meant to support you, fuel you, you know, supply you with your creativity, your joy, your vitality, all kinds of things. Um, we're cut off from that. You know, we, we can't really truly live the life that we came here to live and really do the work, the sacred work that we came here to do, whether that's paid work or, um, you know, a, a project you're working on, whatever it is that you're creating in the world, it by design, you are meant to um, have support and fuel to do it. <laughs> yeah. So really, when a woman taps into her pleasure and really gets mindful, mindfulness is a big key here, gets really mindful about cultivating her sensual pleasure, she cultivates her inner goddess energy. And things get a lot more fun and more easeful. There's more flow. Um, You know, she just gets to shine her light in a much more effortless and magnetic way. This is what I found to be true after over 15 years of 
you know, dedicated mindfulness, sacred sensuality practice, and also sharing this with women over those years as well, and seeing the effect it can have on a woman's life. So um, any woman who's interested in hearing about it, I'll be, you know, shouting from the rooftops because it's just something that I think we've really um, not been taught um, as modern women and probably, you know, maybe ancient cultures were taught this. There's some definitely some indigenous cultures that have some tradition of this still on the planet. However, um, you know, in my world, that was definitely not anything that we were taught to pursue in terms of our pleasure, our sensuality, our desire. Um, you know, we were steered in the exact opposite direction in, in uh, the culture I was raised in. So I just wanted to share this because um, sometimes pleasure, and this is a mindset thing, can be seen as selfish right? Or frivolous. And it's anything but. So we're going to dive into that. But before I do, I want to remind you that the waitlist for my signature program, The Vital Goddess Mastermind, is now open and it's packed with value. And it's a great way to start. You know, we don't begin our actual live practices in our temple and our workshops and all of those things until September. But now is the perfect time to join the waitlist because it's going to really prepare you, help you get in the vibe, get in the rhythm of doing this kind of work, which is really essential because it's not easy carving out time and space in your life for these kinds of practices. I totally get it. So so I wanted to create a more spacious wait list and give you value, a free course um, that'll get you started on this path of tapping into your own sacred feminine energy and um, in a very simple, practical way so that you can start to really feel this come alive in your body. So you're, you'll know from the inside out that this is of value to you, right? That you that you um, want to pursue this. And of course, there's no obligation to join the paid program by being on the wait list. Absolutely not. And um, in fact, it'll be great to get in there. You'll, you'll get a, a deeper understanding about how I can support you even in my free offerings, which are pretty robust as well. So hop in there with the link in the show notes, and I hope to see you soon. All right. So let's dive in again, how your pleasure serves the world. And again, we're talking about sensual pleasure. And we're talking about pleasure as a mindfulness practice. And just like yoga or meditation, right, there's that mindfulness, there's that focus and mindfulness and practice and consistency. And that is what's missing in the realm of pleasure and sexuality and even sensuality, right? So when we get mindful, when we make it a practice, we really take our power back. We get a sustainable connection to our own unique expression of the sacred feminine within us, of the inner goddess within you. You see, pleasure, and I'm sure if you've been in my world, you've heard me say this probably a hundred times, pleasure is a portal, the major portal to connect with this sacred essence inside of you. You know, any time that you are in sensual pleasure, and this, this isn't like the excited, hyper, kind of like, oh my God, that was fun. Th- those experiences are great. Not necessarily what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about are those, those experiences where you just are like, you just feel good in your skin, you know? And you just feel so grateful for no reason. That's the kind of pleasure we're talking about. It's kind of like a Zen pleasure in a way, but like a, like a, like a rich Zen pleasure. And when we you know, start to cultivate like that. We build power. 
You see, we're, when it comes to sexual energy, orgasm, sensual pleasure, all of those things, we are really taught to um, kind of check out, right? And to like maybe feel it, but for a fleeting moment and kind of get rid of the energy or dump it out. It's all about that like, you know, build to, to um, climax and then let it go. It's like there's a tremendous, what I'm trying to say here is a tremendous waste of energy in the way um, we generally in our culture, my culture, um, interact with our, our sexual energy because this is life force. This is life force. This is prana. If you're a yogi, you know that word prana, right? So this is a, a specific style or type of prana in Taoism they call it jing, J-I-N-G. And it's the foundation of everything. And it really is meant to fuel you, fuel your life, fuel all that giving you do in the world and really fuel your creativity, you know, and really help you tune into your intuition, really, um, really receive and decipher the downloads that are specifically meant for you through your desires and your emotions. And this is the path of the feminine. And if we're coming at our life from solely through the masculine lens, and I, I love my masculine practices, don't get me wrong, but we'll, we'll not really understand what I'm talking about here, where pleasure is a portal, right, into um, sacred practices that have been almost pushed into oblivion, but have been kept alive in certain Taoist traditions and in tantric traditions. And also um, through the ages, the lineage of the courtesans, they practice these types of, you know, pleasure cultivation practices, let's say, to manifest the divine, to really embody their radiance, their love, their beauty, and, you know, beauty being as a sacred principle here. And so it's, it's so much more than just being, you know, um, about sex. <laughs> it's like sex is wonderful, but that's part, one part of, like say, an active communion of this whole yoga if you will, right? And it could be a really beautiful, powerful part. But pleasure, your pleasure, is really the foundation of how you can really live the life you came here to live. And really do that with a lot more flow and ease and joy and creativity, which I'm pretty sure you're interested in because you're here. Um, but yeah, we can start super simple. I know it can sound like, whoa, what is she talking about? But literally just pleasure, <laughs> sensual pleasure, giving yourself permission and space to feel it and, and let this energy be alive in your body. That is um, a form of meditation, a form of mindfulness, of cultivating your inner goddess, right? And in, in the framework that I use in my work, we have three pillars. There's the mindset and there's embodiment and then there's integration, so the mindset piece is super important and you'll notice right away that you probably have some negative beliefs or maybe not helpful beliefs, right? Limiting beliefs around sensuality, around sexuality, but around sensuality and pleasure, even the simplest pleasure. Like you might have a narrative running in your subconscious or even somewhat conscious <laughs> of that pleasure is lazy, right? That's a big one. Pleasure is selfish, another biggie. Pleasure is frivolous, kind of a waste of time. I got more important stuff to do, right? Pleasure is dangerous. Now that one, we have definitely gathered some evidence that that's true, right? So that's a little deeper work of like really starting to, um, you know, cultivate 
experiences and, and gathering more evidence that pleasure can feel safe. So that's a whole practice in and, in and of itself. But it can be really useful in the beginning to just notice what comes up for you when you are like, okay, I'm going to just carve out, you know, 15 minutes or so in the morning for myself and just really, really enjoy my latte, my cup of coffee, my tea, whatever it is. Put on some beautiful music, you know, come into my senses, right? Put on some music, maybe drape a silk scarf around my neck and maybe have a few berries in a bowl that I'm just going to really savor and mindfully, mindfully savor, you know, slowing it way down getting in that sense of taste, bringing in the sense of smell. One of my favorite things to do is to work with essential oils, right? Aromatherapy is your best friend here. So allowing yourself to just, again, breathe in and literally breathing pleasure into your brain. And just notice what comes up for you when you listen to me talk like that, right? It's kind of like, ooh, wait, can I take time for that? <laughs> that's, when, that's when those narratives will come up. And that's important because awareness is the first step. So just noticing maybe how you're blocking your pleasure. And it's not your fault. Don't make yourself wrong. These are programs that we've been, you know, really given at a very young age. And so these stories are old and they're even, um, you know, intergenerational, ancestral, like passed down through, through our lineage, right? So to reclaim this is no small thing. I just want to underscore that as well. It takes a lot of courage to say yes to pleasure. It really truly does because it can feel scary. We're undoing a lot of conditioning. So yeah, just just sit with that and journal. If you like to journal, it could be great to journal on that. You know what? Just write the word pleasure on your page and just, you know, free, um, what do they call that? Free association. Just write freestyle and just see what comes up. You know, what do I feel about pleasure? What comes up for me with the word pleasure? And just say the word out loud. What do I feel in my body? Write it down. What comes up? Whose voice is that? You know, that kind of thing. So you could just start to see the programs that are running you around your own pleasure. And know, I mean, not making anybody wrong or definitely not making yourself wrong, that these narratives, these mindset, you know, blocks around pleasure are blocking your vitality, your creativity, your ability to fully thrive and fully give your gifts to the world right? So once we start working with that mindset, dismantling some of those beliefs and, you know, they're persistent. So it's something that's ongoing. I'm still working on mine after 15 years, right? But it, just notice it's a practice, a mindfulness practice. Where is my mind at with pleasure? And then start to write a new story. You know, what do you want to believe about pleasure? And we start to believe it more deeply and we just gather physical evidence by pleasure practices, right? Of enjoying that strawberry, like really enjoying it, <laughs> tasting it, slowing it down, getting mindful with it, right? These are, and, and when you do this, right, just notice what kind of um, insights you get, what kind of downloads you get. I like to call them downloads. Um, you might just have creative, um, you know, insights come in that you didn't think of from your intellect, and that's your feminine. That's your feminine speaking. You're tapping into your feminine wisdom when you allow yourself to have those practices, right? So what I just described there is um, what I call one of our, you know, embodiment practices. This is where we actually roll out the mat and do pleasure practices. And that's a simple one right there. Just, you know, sitting there with your favorite beverage in the morning, carving out the time. And I always say morning because it seems like that works the best for pretty much everybody I know of getting, 
you know, before the world starts up, before you hop on that phone, iPhone, before you hop on the computer, before any other ideas come in your head, this is your precious time, right? And you might want to set your alarm 15, 20 minutes earlier to, to claim that time, make it your golden hour, right? And um, commit, commit to doing that. And I promise you'll feel different. If you commit to doing that every day for 30 days, you will have a whole different experience. Um, yeah, so that's a, a really super simple, you know, embodiment practice you can do. And of course, um, the practices I teach, breathwork is one of the foundational ones, and I have a free breathwork membership. That's um, a real embodiment on the mat practice that uh, once you learn that, it's a free membership. Hop in there, learn the technique, and you can do that every morning for 15, 20 minutes. That's going to connect you to your sacred feminine. Right? Once you get um, that practice in your body, it's going to be so easy to do it. And um and, and there's also, so that's the second pillar is uh, the embodiment, right? The rolling out the mat, the doing the yoga kind of thing. And then the third piece is integration. And this is where we bring this into our world. This is where you're giving your gifts to the world from that place of feminine flow and ease and beauty and radiance and um, creativity and all those juicy things, right? And, and allowing for your full emotions to rise up and be felt, right? So it's not like you're trying to be like some kind of, um, I don't know, perfect woman at all. <laughs> emotions are a big part of who we are. We're talking full spectrum, full palette here. So it's, it's about being all of who you are, right? Not, not some kind of um, you know, construct here. This is all from the inside out. Um, so the practices, you know, breath work, um, and then going deeper in, um, in my paid program, we explore something called the jade egg practice, which awakens the deep yoni, which is so powerful, the jade egg. And also we work with something called a yoni wand and we do breath and movement and sounding to heal whatever's blocking this energy from flowing right? And awakening our, what we call our core channel, where a lot of our core trauma is stored. And um, so we start to awaken our core, our deep yoni, and then this energy just starts to naturally, you know, flow. And um, anything that's blocking, it starts to naturally dissolve. I've seen it happen again and again, but it takes practice, right? So this is the embodiment on the mat practice. And then we have the integration piece. So this is where, again, back circling back to what I was saying, you bring it into your life, right? So what I always have my clients, you know, recommend my clients do is to have, you know, um, a regular embodiment practice, uh, pleasure practice in the morning, and then microdose that throughout your day. Doesn't it could be um, not microdose the same practice, but say tap into your pleasure throughout your day in a microdose way. And this could be through the breath, it could be again just through sm smelling something amazing, tasting something amazing. It's really about bringing the frequency of your inner goddess, right? That part of you that knows pleasure into your life, into your day more. And the more you do that, the easier it's going to get. It's going to get you off that hamster wheel. It's going to get you out of that striving and into thriving place. And it's going to give you incredible tools to take care of your nervous system. Because when we are just go, 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 right? Our nervous system gets an overdrive and we just produce these stress hormones, which definitely have a correlation to inflammation and all kinds of health issues, right? Health concerns. So getting really good with pleasure is one of the best things you can do to take care of your nervous system. 
And when you do that, you're taking care of all the people around you because when you're taking care of you, they feel that and they feel good about, you know, being around you and you can be a source of, of, of that for them. You know, it's something called like co-regulation when you are the, the calmest woman in the room, people will respond to that. You'll be the most powerful person in the room and you get to set the tone, right? It's not about controlling people. It's about, you know, supporting them and finding their own center and calm and, and connection, right? So yeah, that's just some riffing on that. Um, I, I hope that makes sense, right? It's like your pleasure, your specific pleasure, and it's so unique to you. Again, your your direct line to the sacred feminine. So I highly recommend you carving out again that daily, and you're not going to hit it every day. I know life gets in the way or whatever. Life gets whatever. Um, but just saying that, okay, I missed today. Now I'm back at it next day, right? Just like a yoga practice, just like a meditation practice, and just make it a habit. It doesn't have to be extensive. And then also microdose it throughout your day. It's really the the big secret, you know? the not so big secret. (laughs) It's actually quite simple. And again, working on the mindsets, doing the embodiment practices and the integration of, you know, allowing that energy to flow when you're out in your day. And when you do that deeper work again of healing the, the deep yoni and having that core channel alive and vibrant, then it becomes easier to bring that in your day. You know, your, your radiance is, is flowing and, um, you get you have that support of of uh, all that energy that is again rightfully yours. All right, my love, that's it for this episode. Um, I will catch you next time. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, I have a free offer that I think you're going to absolutely love. It's called Shakti Core Breathwork Journeys. This is a free membership, and when you sign up, you'll get instant access to a whole bunch of content on how to really use the power of your breath to get a deeper embodiment of your sacred feminine energy. So this is definitely a feminine spiritual practice. So I have a whole bunch of content for you. When you join, you can learn all about the breath and how I use it in my work to really support women in opening to more pleasure, right? Really um, coming into a space of being able to receive more pleasure, a deeper connection to sensuality, and um, how to really open and express more of your own unique beauty, your unique radiance, your light, and you get a deeper connection on how to use the breath to connect more deeply to your desires, your passion, and the full range of your emotional palette, and also your unique expression of love. So if that speaks to you, I would absolutely love to see you in there. I'm stoked to share the content with you, but even more than that, I'm really excited to guide you on live breathwork journeys, which will be happening twice a month in that space. So the link is in the show notes to sign up. I hope to see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you know would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please, sharing is caring. So pass it on. I would so appreciate that. All right. That's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care.